Thank you. You may be seated. Brother Mills, you come. And Brother David, if you'll come tonight. Let Brother Odrew rest his voice, and we're praying for Brother Giles to recuperate. <coughs> and wait for Brother Todd to get his heart right. <coughs> I'm only teasing you, Brother Todd. He knows I'm teasing, so I wouldn't say it if he didn't know that. Thank you, thank you. Good message. The precious blood. What? Right. I can't imagine that we'd sit here and hear a message like that and still have questions. Should be very clear to us. Today we're going to be looking in the book of Nahum. Judgment is coming, friends. Judgment is coming. Nahum, chapter 1. Earlier on in the week, we, we looked into Jonah. And in chapter 3 of Jonah, we see that Jonah is called a second time to go to the place of Nineveh. And he's told to go there to seek repentance of that city. But just 100 years after that, Nahum is sent to Nineveh for judgment. Because they have turned back to their old ways. Nahum chapter 1 and verse 1. The, bur the burden of Nineveh. The judgment of Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum. The God is jealous. And the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries. And he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. Let's pray. Lord God, just pray that you continue to be with this service, Father. We thank you for what we've heard so far. Help us to continue to think on those things, Lord, as we continue that you uh, use these things, Father, to work in our hearts, that we might change uh, as, as Christians uh, the way that we're living and the things that we're doing. But, Father, for this lost soul that might hear these messages, Father, we pray that you'd be with them and guide them and draw them, Father. The Holy Spirit would call them and they might answer that call of salvation. And we pray these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may have heard messages, not just today, but maybe uh, last week or maybe last month or maybe in the church 
the Bible believers independent Baptist church very similar messages about how to be saved and the, and the precious blood of Christ and, and how it was, it was shed for your sins and I can't imagine after the message we just heard that there'd have, you'd have any questions but just maybe you might be thinking in your mind it doesn't matter what I believe as long as I am sincere maybe you still think there are many ways to heaven as long as I am sincere my friend Christ said that it makes a difference it makes all the difference in the world Mark chapter 16 and verse 16 reads he that believeth is, and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned let me point out here that it doesn't say that he that is not baptized shall be damned but he that believeth not shall be damned I want to make very clearly that baptism does not save cannot save and will not save you it plays no part in salvation baptism is simply showing what's on the inside to the outside world and this might be what those false teachers are telling you but you should never take one little piece of scripture alone and use it as a teaching because the end of this verse clears it up for us but he that believeth not is the one that will be damned friend you can be as sincere as possible but if you do not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and his work at Calvary and the shedding of his precious blood you will be damned you will be sincerely wrong Proverbs chapter 16 verse 25 tells us there is a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death the Lord Jesus Christ says I am the way Jesus is the way and John chapter 14 verse 6 tells us that Jesus saith unto him I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh to, to the Father but by me but by Jesus John chapter 20 and verse 31 tells us but these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ the Son of God and that believing ye might have life through his name 
and in the name. The Lord Jesus Christ says, I am the resurrection. Jesus is the resurrection. John chapter 11 verse 25. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. And the life. And he that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen. Second Thessalonians in chapter two. Second Thessalonians chapter two in verse ten. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believeth not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness friends there is deceit in this land and the purpose of that uh, the purpose of that deceit is to promote sin false prophets false teachers and the Bible tells us that evil seducers shall wax worse and worse and if you're running to this deceit then you're running from the Lord Jesus Christ and if you prefer this deceit instead of, instead of the Lord Jesus Christ and the simple and pure gospel there will come a time when you will be given over to that deceit and no longer hear or have the opportunity to hear or accept the truth it does matter what you believe and there is only one way to heaven John chapter 3 and verse 1 tells us of a man by the name of Nicodemus he was a ruler of the Jews and did many uh, good things religious things but Jesus answered him and said verily verily I say unto thee except the man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God John chapter 3 and verse 18 tells us he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God it matters what we believe in John chapter 5 verse 24 tells us Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word 
and believe it on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death unto life John 12:48. he that rejecteth me and receive not my word as one that judges him the word that I have spoken the same shall judge him in the last days if you do not believe the way of salvation that's in the word of God friends then judgment lies in wait for you just as judgment was lying in wait now for, for, uh, for Nineveh and God is patient and he's slow to anger but he's a holy God and he will not acquit the wicked or maybe you're asking yourself tonight the question I understand that there's only one way but I don't want to give up my drinking and my smoking and my gambling and my fornication and my stealing and my love for money First of all, you don't have to give up any of that tonight, friends. You see, you can't give up anything to, to get to heaven. If you trust Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, the Bible tells us the Holy Spirit comes in to live within us. And you will not want to do those things any longer. And when you do fall into sin, the Holy Spirit will convict you of that. And you'll, have, you'll be able to repent of that sin. That your fellowship might be restored. But we need to be clear that the works of the flesh will damn you to hell. Galatians 5.19 tells us that now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness. Idolatry. Idolatry and witchcraft and hatred. And wrath and strife and heresy and envyings and murders and drunkenness and all these things that tells us that, they, that, that we have been told that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But you cannot give them up on your own heart, on your own power. But secondly, you cannot afford not to trust Christ as Savior. Yeah. 
You say, I cannot afford to give up those things. But you cannot afford to not trust Christ as Savior. Mark chapter 8 and verse 36 tells us, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? and lose his own soul. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his own soul? If you're involved in these things and that is why you're not coming to Christ, that is what you have sold your soul to the devil for. In exchange for your own soul. And I can guarantee that all that you have and all that you will gather to in this world is worthless. First John chapter 2 and verse 17. And the world passeth away. And the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. See, the things you do in this world will pass away, will be no more. And you will not remember them when you're in the pit of, in the pit of hell. In darkness. With none of your friends. And you're screaming out for a drop of water. But the pain of the fire continues on and on. That lust will be forever. And that pain will be forever. And you will not even be thinking of the things that you had when you were on earth. But we see here that the one that does the will of God the Father abideth forever. First Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18 For the preaching of the cross is to them that uh, perish is foolishness. But unto us which are saved is the power of God. Amen. Amen. You may be asking yourself, well, that's great, but what if my family or my friends get angry at me? Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 20 tells us, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Psalm 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor standeth in the way of sinners. 
nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33, be not deceived. Uh, evil communication, corrupt good manners. Yes. Look, that goes for us Christians as well. We can't run with the with the with the devil. We, we can't run with the world and live like Christians. James 4.4 4 tells us, ye adulterers and adulteresses. Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity, hatred with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. I don't want to be God's enemy, friends. Are you willing to give up the best friend you could ever have? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. For the for the friend that will destroy you. The friend that will deceive you. The Word of God tells us that if, this, that, if that is true, if we will give up those things and give in to those things that we hate God and we are His enemy. James chapter 2 and verse 23 tells us, And the Scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God. Right. And it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. And we talked about that earlier. Are you a friend of God today, friend? Or are you unwise? Foolish ungodly evil an enemy of God a God hater if you haven't trusted Christ as your Savior if you have not been born again by the blood of Christ the Bible tells us that we hate him. Now, no matter what you say or do, you say that's all good and that's all fine. But I have time. I have plenty of time, maybe next week or next month or next year. Or maybe when I'm finished university or maybe after I get married. But not now. For now I will wait because I have time. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 2. For he saith, I have heard thee in the time I have, I have had... For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored or rescued thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Joshua chapter 24 and verse 15 tells us, And if, and if it seems uh, evil unto thee to serve the Lord, 
Choose you this day who ye will serve. Whether the gods of your fathers whether the, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell friends if you're just following in a religion because your family has followed in that religion you will follow them straight to hell. No, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Who will you serve today, friends? Isaiah 55, 7, let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. I go into the prisons in America. And talk, to, and talk to the inmates there. And I tell them, if I were to come in and change places with them, and they could walk, through, they could walk away free. That is what Jesus has done for us. A pardon. And for he will abundantly pardon. As the pastor said, he, he forgives all the sins. But Luke chapter 12 and verse 19 tells us, And I will say to my soul, Soul, Thou hast much goods laid, goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease and eat and drink and be merry. I'll sit back and enjoy my life. But God says unto him, Thou fool, this night, Thy soul shall be required of thee. Then where shall those things be which thou hast provided? What will you leave behind? It doesn't matter what you believe, or it does matter, rather, it does matter, does matter what you believe. You don't have to give up anything for it. And you don't have to be concerned about what others will say. But time is running out. See, these people in Luke, they can say, I sit back and enjoy the world. And I enjoy what I have, the things. 
There are no excuses. The Bible tells us we can look around us and see the glory of God. And tells us that we were we are without excuse. I ask you tonight. You have not trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Don't reject the call of salvation. 